Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Couple of Critics podcast. Howdy. How do? Oh. You do. I do do. What's up, guys? And ladies. Ladies and guys. Let's not leave out the lady Russos. And people stuck in between. This is for everyone. Stuck in between. I've never heard it put that way. Stuck in between. <laughs> anyway, I'm Sam. I'm Michelle. <laughs> Welcome to the Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome. Uh, I said beforehand that if I wanted to do a little recap of what we do, and if you haven't listened to it, it might help. What we do is we are married, and we give each other albums or movies or anything. So far, it's just been albums and movies to review. And the reason it's intriguing is because we like vastly different things, while at the same time liking a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. So it's an interesting perspective. <clears throat> I think for the most part, we have pretty... like Our favorites are definitely very different. I would say our favorites, for sure. Yeah. But I, I mean, I would consider this new... I lost my. I lost what the I was gonna say album to us, but it's not new. So I'm sorry for that weird, long, awkward pause. The album that we're reviewing. The today? album that we're reviewing today is not. It's not new, but it's definitely something I would call one of my favorites. Yeah, and this is. And this well, is something that we. We'll, we'll get into it. I was gonna start talking about it, but do have in common more. Okay, I'm sorry. I went too far. I I was gonna go too far, so I stopped myself. Well, I did I not was... pull myself back. I went straight <laughs> into it. So. Well. What 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 did we listen to? What did, what we, did we do? What did we decide to review? So we will be reviewing an album by Sly and the Family Stone. Goddamn right. Stand. This Stand. was my goddamn right. This was my goddamn choice. Uh, this was a very good choice for me though too because I knew every song on this album. Mm-hmm. Probably because of you. Gary. No, I mean you probably knew. I knew a couple the songs at before. At least. What's the one? Uh, Everyday people. We've done that before. We used to sing that live. So oh, I meant when I was younger. Oh. I meant before, before you. Before, before, before me? Before, before. The way before. <clears throat> so let me see here. Track list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to take you higher. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to tell you. I just think that out of all of them, I probably heard Everyday People. Because didn't yeah. they do, uh, didn't What's Their Nuts do a version of that? Uh, Arrested Development. They did. Yeah. And it's I not liked, really a version of that. They just take that chorus. They just they? do, yeah. I'm everyday people. I listened to a lot of, well, at least that one album that had Mr. Wendell on it. Oh, yeah. I listened to that album a lot, and oh, I just pretty much yeah. listened to Mr. Wendell over and over again. <laughs> Mr. Wendell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting this fucking goofy-ass laugh. I think, no, you're just noticing it. It's been there. It's been there the whole time. It's just that I I've been around it a long time and I think it might be getting goofier, but I'm definitely pointing it out every time and then <laughs> like you sarcastic nice and then you sarcast <laughs> It's hard to not because it's so intense. It's like all of a sudden your reaction is <laughs> so I mean how is how do I not if I did something like that <laughs> you would laugh. I would hold it in. And later I would laugh about it and be like, man, did you hear that? I don't have that kind of Who would you be doing that to? Myself. Okay. I'd do it to myself. All right. (laughs) 
All right. So, uh, do you want to talk about this album? Yeah, I say let's just get into it. Nothing exciting's happened to me this week. Yeah. Uh, that's not necessarily true. What happened to me this week? Well, you lost your license. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'd say yeah. that's a pretty big thing. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. You're dealing with not being able to drive right now. Yeah, they took my license again. They took my license. Indiana does not enjoy THC. That's right. You figured it out by now, I'm sure. Oh, well, you also just tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. But no, they don't like it. No, they do not. I thought you were talking... Yeah. See, to me, it's not... It's big, but it's like... I tell this to everyone. It's the first time I've been in trouble with the law. Yeah. That I don't feel like I'm in trouble with anyone close to me. Or in life. Or like with myself. Like any like the time I got the actual like drinking and driving uh for alcohol, mm-hmm. I felt like oh shit, I was in trouble with everyone around me and I was I trouble with up. myself. Yeah. I fucked up. This time I've just been like you gotta get the fuck out of this state. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're also talking about that. Uh, we sure are. We would like to be Oregonians. Oregon. We think we got to make a trip. Yeah, I, I wanna... de- I've always been interested in the. Uh... <laughs> I almost pulled this whole fucking mic stand out of this. You also have a thing lately with not being able to keep your hands off of the microphone. That's because it's and one of those constantly moving it. It's one of those uh, podcast stands, so I like to just move it because I'm supposed to be able to. Ba, 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 ba. As long as I don't touch the wire, it doesn't fade out. Too. Don't touch the wire, though. But anyway, Oregonians. We. I've always wanted to live on the upper north. Upper north, the northern west coast. Not really coast. I don't want to live by the water, but I would like to be... um, Would you like to be able to drive two hours and get to the water? Yeah, and Oregon's pretty small from what I've seen, especially compared to what it's around. Yeah. So, I'm uh, I'm interested in checking it out. I like the idea of mild temperatures. I like the idea of legal weed. (laughs) I like the idea of um, beautiful greenery. The nature that's there. Yes, there's a higher rain content, but at the same time, I'm interested in seeing some bears. Bears? I also just like the idea of a change. A huge change. Just I've, changing I've, it up. I've, and I'm not saying this, and I've, I say this and I feel like it comes across as being shitty every time I do, but I've... I had plans to move out of Indiana. I didn't have specific set plans, but I definitely wanted to leave, And but then I fell in love. 12 years ago. With an idiot named me. With someone who I knew would anchor me down to this area because of music. <laughs> oh, and you said anchor. I thought you said anger me down to this area. Either or. So <laughs> I've stayed here for well over a decade longer than I've wanted to. And because of this guy. Because you have connections and I understand it makes sense, but... Um, I'm not going to die in Indiana <laughs> unless someone kills me in Indiana. It's not going to be me. I'm not going to murder you. Well, I appreciate that. No problem. See, guys, you, you can have s- differing opinions on things in life and still get along and not kill each other. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't believe you because uh, <laughs> I am actually going to murder okay, you. Okay, so we reviewed. No, we haven't reviewed it yet. We listen to I it. don't know how to use words. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> I don't know how to make 
full sentences, even though I've done it pretty successfully for the most part up until that happened. Michelle, sentence make. Bah. Bah. So, stand. Stand. Slide in the family stone. Do you remember the first time you heard it? No. I don't either. No, I I'm feel sure like... i with you. At least the full album. And I've said this many times, but this is the first piece of music that is just pure fucking rhythm and blues that I am, that I've given Sam, aside from what I've played around him forever. Uh, this is, I really, 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 really love rock music, and I really, 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 really love rhythm and blues. Do you think this blends the two? No, this is so funky and soulful. This is, I don't think this blends think it as much. think it's rock and roll at all? I think it's rock and roll a little bit, but we have also been listening to a cut of this album on uh, Google Play, and they have added some tracks that I think maybe made it a little more rock. Yeah. But one of the, I think there's really only one song that's like rock and roll-ish esque. Huh. Yeah. Because it's really guitar heavy. But other than that, no, I think that this album is soulful as fuck, and it's so in my lane. I, uh, musically i definitely agree that it's soulful all the way but i get a rock and roll that's why i asked about it i get a yeah. rock and roll feel from it solely because of the attitude okay and i know that a lot of funk music was born out of disco it was like the alternative to disco it was like the dirty disco they didn't like that they were taking these rhythms and making them so homogenized mm-hmm. and so it was almost the anti-establishment of that, so that in my head makes it its own form. But then you have a rock and roll, a lot of funk that did move with disco as well. Oh yeah, and there are people who do not like that funk. No, they no. say that that's that's uh, fake uh, funk. That would be like uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Play that funk, yeah. Music. Bye. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's. I would kind of. I would call that kind of funky. Yeah, but I think that fooled us. Like, I think George Clinton and uh, maybe even Sly would just be like, "It's like that ain't funk." It's the it's the white easing you into <laughs> black funk. Yeah, uh, yeah. First I was I like a boogie singer. I do like that playing song. Playing in a rock and roll band. There you go. <laughs> Never had no problems. I love it in Run funk songs. With a one night stand. I love it in funk songs when they add things like yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, and hey. well, not, I would say soul because Stevie Wonder Hatchet. does that like crazy. Stevie Wonder, oh yeah, yeah. I call it the Molly Hatchet, even though he's it's way later. Stevie I'm Wonder is living for today. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, so this was released May third, nineteen sixty nine. This is the... Oh, it took a lot for me not to say it. Up top, my brother? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, it was the fourth album released by Sly and the Family Stone. Sly Stallone is the... Bra- it's, he's the it's the brainchild of Sly. He's the main man, and then it's his band. So it's Sly and his Family Stone. And apparently... Are there any actual family members with him? Didn't he have like a sister that was in it? I don't know. Oh, okay. But I do... <clears throat> No, based on what it says here on Genius, which is something that I do like to mention, um, this album itself 
is standing up to the racial tensions that existed in 1960s America, which it says that this is also hardly unsurprising coming from one of the first interracial bands in popular music history. So fuck yeah, they uh, were a diverse band of people, blacks and whites, and it was some of the funkiest shit I've ever heard in my life. If that's true, that's crazy that it took that long for a multiracial band to exist. Because you'd think there would be like jazz bands back in the day, like Ginger Baker. I know he played with black dudes. Yeah, but he also went to Africa. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about when he was getting his start just in jazz clubs. Yeah, because he would play in jazz clubs. He would go to where the black yeah, people okay, yeah, were playing so music like because first... he was drawn to their music. You think this is more But he like wasn't in the... bands with them. And that's what it means. Like they were a commercial band okay, that's what I was gonna say. Do you think of colorful like people. actual big band who went on tour and yes. that's what they mean. And I mean, the 60s were still huge with racial segregation. So it was a big thing, too, which is fucking crazy now because it feels like it was so long ago because it's not something that we've experienced uh-huh. specifically. I mean, the 60s, we weren't alive in the 60s. So it seems like it was so much longer ago than it actually was. And it's not that long ago at all. It really isn't. At all. Especially if you go into the scheme of how long everything's been around. It's like a blink of an eye, really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my parents were born in the early 60s, so for me, yours weren't. Yours were born in the 50s. My, my mother could have gone to see Sly and the Family Stone. But she didn't. I guarantee she didn't. She probably, I don't even know if she knew who they were. She didn't know who George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic were. What? Remember that? No, I don't. I probably pushed it out of my brain because I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... um it is widely considered to be the peak soul funk psychedelia. That's a weird word, psychedelia. So just psychedelic. Uh, psychedelia is like the whole, uh, and I like to say psychedelia. So is that is that probably? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's psychedelia. I don't know. Pronounced, but it's like the whole genre of it. So this was the fourth album by Sly and the Family Stone. I'm going to go ahead and get into this album, Sam. Are you Hell ready? Yeah. We are I was looking s- at band members of Sly and the Family Stone, and I do believe he had a sister and maybe a brother. We got Sly Stone, Freddie Stone, Vet Stone, Rose Stone, and other people without Stone names. So I'm thinking they're actually that family it members. did start as a family and then build on from there. I'm sure they were like, God damn it, Sly, stop smoking crack. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Sly is, was, and will be until the day he dies, a crackhead. Yeah, put a sock in a rock and sock it to me, Doc. All right, here we go. I love the beginning of this song. Roll. started listening to this at work i was jamming my ass off as soon as it started oh yeah as soon as it kicked in i was dancing like, that oh, drum roll it. amps you up let's just here you are about i forgot about the album because i haven't listened to it in a while it's one of those albums that i don't know maybe once a year well we don't listen to vinyl as much as we used to no, but i used to dumb. put this on which is dumb because the vinyl player is set up and available to listen to yeah it's pretty dumb <laughs> Lately, we've just been sitting around putting on The Office as background. Yeah. I love the whole sound to this album. It's got kind of a distortion to it all. 
It does. Yeah. And I like that. You know how I like It does have dirty. a distortion. It's almost like he recorded everything like right at the brink of uh, oh, breaking up. This part. This line. There's a permanent crease in your right and wrong. So good. There's a midget standing tall. Also good. Beside him, about to fall. Yeah, I was jamming. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Then I, then I unfortunately always think about him just in a trailer smoking crack, just throwing his life away. It's, it's really unfortunate because. He was so brilliantly talented. It's insane. Insane. Yeah, you and I were talking about... And his voice. He has such a range. Yeah, that's him singing right now, right? I feel like he he is the one who goes, like, down a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's definitely the guy that's like... Yeah, he already had cracked voice. (laughs) Just kidding. I think he just has a very... His vocal range was huge. I like it a lot. Remember when he, I don't know if you do know this, but he got married on TV. Hold oh, on. That fucking thing jammed. <laughs> We're jamming in studio. We're both oh, bobbing so our heads. <laughs> this whole album is full of fucking hits. This entire album is just hit after hit after hit. The energy in this is amazing. I have goosebumps on my legs right now because I love it so much. <laughs> It's one of those songs and albums that just has so many songs on it that grab you. Yeah, and it's only eight tracks. Yeah, but every one is a banger. Every single one. And I, I, I feel, I feel like the, I feel like it just. No, I feel like it shot electricity and life through me, Mm -hmm. which is what gave me my uh, goosebumps. Like I feel, I'm someone who is very. And I'm sorry, you were going to say something earlier. I was going to talk about Sly's crack thing. (coughs) We were talking about how... Okay, well, before crack, I was still talking about my goosebumps. Okay. I'm someone who is very... Crack. We'll get back to it. Okay. We have have the whole episode to talk about crack. Crack that gave you goosebumps? (laughs) No. No, but I am very... um, I can be very physically affected by music. I am someone who can watch someone sing and I will be moved to tears or I will get goosebumps through my entire body. And I, when I try to sing certain things that I love so much, I sometimes can't get through it without crying because I feel like it takes over everything that I am. So that's why when people say that, and I don't know, I'm sure I know people, but they just don't tell me, but there are people out there in the world who aren't really into music and I don't understand. I feel like the sound waves affect me physically. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. I know exactly that feeling you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it just like, oh, like surges up from like the core of your body. It's literally like waves going through your body. And I mean, sound waves are, but like, it is like, it is something, it turns into a physical experience. And it, when it hits you just right, I think it's literally... Since it is sound waves, mm-hmm. to get scientific here and to get nerdy about it, since that's what I do, is I pick shit apart almost to a, my discredit. <laughs> because you're not very smart. Uh, just kidding. It kind of rhymed. <laughs> I like it. Okay. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think it's, since, since it Sorry. is sound waves, I think it's literally vibrations hitting you 
Exactly right. And exciting your vibrations at the same time because like I don't know if you ever heard of string theory and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just that everything is a vibration in life. Like this table is at a certain vibration. So I think you as a person and everybody as a person, I think certain waves hit you and they actually interact with the wavelength of your body. It's like and it's like science that actually like yeah. vibrates you almost inside it's like my version of asmr but yeah. what get other people with asmr like specific <laughs> sounds and specific things that someone is doing that doesn't work on me yeah. it's just like i have to have some like powerful so almost like spiritual or like emotional floaty fairy connection that just happens that i have it's like a chemical reaction or something I, that i, I have no control is. over i think it really is i think it's a vibration that affects your chemical structure and it mm-hmm. and it grabs you and you move it and i feel like this type this type of music yeah. really gets me soulful uh-huh. music is is what gets me is what makes me feel tingles feel throughout my entire body yeah. and make me feel like i have to like get up and move because i now have energy pumped in me not like as I've talked about before with your music, it's so high energy that it, it wears me out. Uh-huh. I think this hits me right. Yeah. And this jolts me and this energizes me. So this is my fucking jam. Now I'm sorry. Let's talk about crack again. Uh, <laughs> God damn, it's about time. Um, I was going to say that we were talking about how it's a... Uh, when you're such a creative person, you seem to have downfalls in other places. Like with me... I'm not saying I'm such a creative person, but I do have to create. I do oh, have to no, make yeah. art. You, you're a very creative person. Or else person. I go crazy. Yes. And I have downfalls in like remembering where things are. Uh, it's not just the THC in my blood that does that. It's <laughs> it's always been like that. It's yeah. always been, I can't keep anything organized. I can't I can't keep things clean. Oh, yeah. Everything's a clutter. and I, Things that to me seem like uh, would be so simple are impossible to me almost. Are almost impossible to you. But then when it comes to certain forms of creativity that for you is like, this is so much fun, like monotonous work that you're just like, yeah, but I'm creating and this is awesome. And like, yeah, yeah, it does eventually get tiring, but you are so excited about being creative that it just takes over everything and you become obsessed. I do. It's true. It's really an obsession. It is. But I call it, I've been calling it a sickness for years. But I think it's healthy <laughs> because out of all of the things that you could be doing, you're being creative. That's, oh, yeah. That's a huge stimulant for your yeah. brain. Oh, yeah. It's great. Do you think it's, do you think it's part of my addictive personality since I go pretty much balls out on every, anything I do? Yes. So like, because you are more dedicated to things that you fall in love with. So it's like I almost, just because, because if I wasn't, Creating music or creating art, I'd probably, I don't drink anymore, but if I was, I'd be drinking even more, you know, if I was doing something destructive to my body, I'd be doing, although, you know, like, I wonder if I had the time for exercise and stuff like that, and if I had somebody that could actually, like, guide me, because you know how Mm -hmm. I get so frustrated, like, I don't know what the fuck to eat to get any healthier, I don't. I don't you believe kind of anybody. Do. You just don't like the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegetables yeah, are I huge. I know, but or and like not even deep exercises. frying them, but I, eating them <laughs> the right way. I guess I should say more like exercises. Like I don't know who to uh, listen yeah. to or like what's correct. We need to. So I think if I had Diamond that, Dallas Page, that thing that you would talk. I downloaded about. that. I'll show it to you. Okay. Um, I think 
I don't know if I'd be obsessive about that too. Potentially, if I had the time and the resources, you know, you see like Reggie Watts. Yeah. Oh goodness. All of a sudden, he just got obsessed with it and just boom, 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 boom. I'd be. I don't think that would happen with me <laughs> with physical exercise. You don't think that you would become addicted to that? I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't think I so. I fucking hate moving because I think for skating. Yeah, and I think and that if drums. it's not something that you can be creative with doing, that um, you're just not going to be interested in it. Yeah, it's true. It's my whole selective interest. Mm-hmm. It's just like school. By high school, it was like, well, I don't care about this shit. Why would I? Why would I waste my time? Well, <laughs> going back to stand, which I'm, I I didn't write down any notes. Uh huh. I have listened to this so many fucking times. I love this. Uh, It's been hard for me. I don't usually, and I've told you this before, we don't usually listen to the picks together. But driving places, I have put this on multiple times this week because it's just in my brain. It's just like in my blood right now, I would say. Uh And I feel like we've listened to this album so many times together Mm -hmm. anyway. It's not like, this one wasn't really a uh, contrast not a, not even like, a little hey, bit. Hey Sam, are you going to be able to get through this? And blah, blah, blah. It, this was a, hey, let's celebrate a fucking album that we both like, but it's more your album, so it's yeah, it's cool. But it's like, guys, this is something that is huge to me. This album is huge to me. Do you think it got bigger in the last week? Do you think you realized how big it was? I am really well. I'm big on listening to. Even if it's just internet radio and it's based on certain artists that I like, I like listening to array of things or making playlists and having yeah. things be moody and change up for me, which I also love listening to albums. And I have listened to this. Again, I, as I've said many times, I own this. I've put it on. Um, but I guess I just never really realized because I stopped listening to it as a full album. I, I didn't realize that this is basically like a greatest hits album. I mean, it is you, straight. You could play it and not tell someone it was like an album and they would think it is a greatest hits album. Totally. Yeah. It's nuts. And I actually had to look at, I think I remember looking it up. Like, is this just a, <laughs> is this really a greatest? Not a greatest not, hits? It's a, it's a fucking album. No, it's just his fourth album that he put out. Um, but Rolling Stone in 2004 put out a list of their 500 greatest songs of all time. And this was ranked as 241, so it made it just in the top 50%. At least it's on their list. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. I wonder how many other Sly and the Family Stone songs made it, because Stand is not their best song. Stand is a great song. Oh, it's a song. I thought we were talking about album. Sorry. No. Best songs of all time. Huh. Yeah. I would put other songs. That's what I'm saying. So I wonder that, that are on this album. I wonder what that list actually looks like because I I don't know, yeah. um, and I don't actually another thing. Yes. I wanted to see who has um, because you because another thing that you had mentioned is that this album is full of songs that have also been sampled by other artists. So I was just looking yeah. real quick to see if this song has been sampled before, but it's just been covered. It was covered by the Jackson 5, which I'm familiar with, and someone Oh, I bet it's good. And someone called Liquid Jesus. Oh, that's me. Okay. Well, <laughs> that I is, haven't heard it yet. That is not me. <laughs> um but I don't know how many if you could give me just a second here. I will. I want to Mississippi. Oh, goodness. I want to know 
the actual singles because I didn't make notes. I'm just using the internet at my fingertips right now. Um, I prepared I, for today. I just googled stand album singles and it gave me an album by Adina Menzel. I stand. Fuck off. That's <laughs> probably looked up more. Unfortunately, Michelle slides on his way out in his oldies. This is considered oldies. Of course it is. Oldies and moldies. It only had two singles. So I just know this fucking album because I love Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah, because they all fucking jam. That's why. And Stand was their second single released. And the, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it was and released. Everyday People's the other one, right? Oh, okay. This is wrong. What the fuck? Everyday People is, but this is, okay. It's Stand slash I Want to Take You Higher. I wanna take you So it looks like they did, and then it was also Everyday People with Sing a Simple Song. So it was actually four tracks, but it was released as two two-part tracks. Smart. So Stand and I Wanna Take You Higher were released together. But I mean, that's half of the fucking album. Four out of eight tracks. Yeah, you're right. But I still know every song anyway, including this one, the next track. <laughs> Smooth. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, so I'm going to say don't call me N-word Whitey because I can remember, say Whitey. Remember we s- said that in rap songs we were going to start saying Kitty. Yes. So don't so, call me Kitty. Whitey. Whitey. All right. This song fucking jams. Yeah, this song is amazing. You remember watching that uh, Ice-T? And uh, Perry, F- Perry Farrell. Farrell. From Jane's Addiction, right? Yes. I know this, these lyrics that threw me off when I first heard this song. Because it's just, you know, I'm. It's very jarring, it's jarring sounding, but it's not. But it's. It's a good song because it jams. Like this. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my God, she can sing. So I think okay. it's his sister. That, those beautiful cracks in her voice. Yeah. Real singing. Oh, I have not I have filtered. Fucking goosebumps on my legs right now. Yeah, oh, but I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. I agree. It's, it's things like that that get me, me too. <laughs> uh, my version of it sometimes gets into anger because I get so mad that I didn't make it. Well, like, that's not fair. No, no, it's not fair. I don't hold it against anybody, and I don't. I, it almost makes me like things more because I'm like, because it's so it, genius. So Mm-hmm. How do you get that good? That's why it's hard for me to not call Sly Stone a genius. Because I think I, yeah. genius. I agree. Musical fucking genius. Absolutely. So, what, so, so do you know what this is called? You said you, don't, you can't remember what this thing is called? What do you mean? The thing oh. that takes the guitar tones? I'll, I'll look it up while we talk. Okay. Or maybe during the break. We'll see. Because there, there's more later. So. Yeah. And there are some artists who have made that a big staple in their career. I'll look it up right now. We're talking about the thing that goes waka wow wow. I'm gonna look it up by putting in thing that Peter Frampton uses. And I guarantee I'll get it. What do you think? Think I'll get it? If I just put in Yeah. <laughs> oh this part. called a talk box. That's it? Yeah, talk box. 
called a talk box. Would you like to see a picture of a talk box, Michelle? Yeah, I'm familiar with what the only the um, the tube, the tube that goes up to the side of the microphone looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks like a pedal. It's like a, it's a guitar pedal with a tube coming out of it. So what it does is you plug in the guitar into that pedal. What? Microphone disgusting. No, there was an ant crawling towards uh, me that was on it. What it does is it puts the guitar tone into the pedal, and then it sends out that tone through the tube Yes. up next to the microphone. So when you put your mouth around that tube, it's just sending that guitar tone into your mouth when you're talking into the microphone. It's so fucking cool. But it's not used well by, like, uh... What's his fucking name? I hate what's his nuts using John Bon Jovi. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it sucks there. I don't, I'm surprised the genius does not have any specific notes about this song. <clears throat> but it was technically the cover was by James Addiction, but they had Ice Cube. Oh yeah. Or Ice T. I'm sorry. Ice T. That cover's crazy because Perry Farrell Farrell just Farrell. screaming the N-word at Ice-T. And they're both just, I mean, they're standing face to face. Yeah, looking at each other. Looking at each other, and they take turns saying the part and, like, yelling it at each other, and it's crazy. And if you haven't figured out, Ice-T's part is Whitey, <laughs> and Perry's part is Perry's what part. we're saying, Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that word has always been a, uh, It just like Anytime I hear it Because we do live in Indiana And so when you talk to the wrong sort of people mm-hmm. They will let it fly Especially the way I look They yeah. think that maybe I'm going to be cool with it mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not fucking cool with it Yeah, good And uh, so it always like It grabs my chest You know, it's just like uh, Almost like jolts my heart Oh yeah and I just like look around like everybody didn't see me say that right and it's one of the situations where I'm around a bunch of people I can't just be like man you shouldn't say that because I'm probably going to get my ass kicked by the other six guys who liked that he said it and I was just talking to some dude at a bar because I played a show this is what happens all the time I'll just hang out and I'll go like burn one with somebody and be like, hey come over here and then they'll let some racial thing fly and I'll just be like and I just kind of graciously back out as slow as I can because I'm in a strange land. I'm not going to get fucking killed for this. It feels like and I know where we live. I know how people are around here but it still feels like if racism is an acceptable thing that it's I'm in a strange land. Like I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Well it just so simple minded. Yeah. And, and to them, it's just, that's just how I talk. That's the way I was raised. Yeah. Or 80% of them say, well, there's a difference between black people and kitties. And a kitty. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? It's just, it's a very weird situation. It is. Um, why I was talking about that was because this song made me feel that way at first. But then once you realize like, the context behind it, it's about racial. Equality and just like you know, leaving each other alone and not fucking with each other like that. Yeah, and being mean to each other over nothing. That you're kind of like, oh, it's an empowering song. I just gotta get over that word. Even though if you listen to rap, it's in it all the time, and you, it doesn't ever jolt me mm-hmm. like it does, like that song did. I think it's probably because that song actually had meaning and power behind it. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas like a rap song, it's just a filler word. And it, yeah, it's not it's just like saying and kind of thrown in like dude. It's uh-huh. um, it, it, it's and I mean, it's not like blah, 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 blah. it's like, don't call me Kidding. this word, yeah. that word. <laughs> um, so I guess my misunderstanding was uh, as far as the releases single wise is oh, that no. it was a, it was a, the B side on the actual physical single release. Oh, OK. So that so we'll was released like a radio edit with them. Correct. Gotcha. So we are going to roll on to the song that was the B side to the hit stand, which is I want to take you higher. Oh, it's so good. Just straight from the beginning. And talk about energy. So this became a hit on its own because it was the B-side, but it also became a concert favorite including a performance at Woodstock. I can see that it'd get people moving at that time. And they have that whole funk thing where they just use multiple voices and like five people singing at once. Yeah. So it just gives it energy. Do you think they cut most of this live in the studio? That was something that they would do a lot, just go back and forth between different voices, and I love it. Uh-huh, especially when Sly comes in with that low voice. Yeah. The Temptations would do that sometimes as well, to just mix things up. Real oh. like. Yeah. Bass, soprano, uh-huh. tenor, baritone, bass. Yeah. And then it gives it dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song just makes you jam. Yeah, it's kind of impossible for me to sit still listening to the song and not at least tap a foot or shake my head. I've definitely been dancing in my seat at work, basically. I mean, not dancing, but I've been grooving (laughs) Grooving. for sure at work while listening to this. However many times I listen to it. Definitely a minimum of two to three times a day. I know that's early information, but I listen to this quite a lot. What if Sly's actually clean and we don't know it and we've just been... Because he wasn't clean for so long and he uh, had a lot of money problems and such because of it. So as much as he may not be happy with it, it is very representative of his story. His story is just sprinkled with crack. Sprinkled with crack. Going to slyestonemusic.com. He's not doing anything. I'm not surprised. How dare you? <laughs> Just the last, I feel like, few times I've heard something about him, it hasn't been particularly positive. Yeah. It's that, you know, he's straight up homeless, last I heard. Uh. 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 
He was a multi. I knew he played multiple instruments. I thought so too. Organ, guitar, bass, and harmonica. Yeah, he's still alive. It'd be so cool. If he got his shit together. Think about. Okay, George Clinton's getting ready to go on his final Parliament tour, right? Yeah. Which we need to look into going to. Yes. Um, wouldn't it be amazing if we just got a version of Sly and the Family Stone together and Parliament Funkadelic and Sly and the Family Stone oh, went wow. out on a dual co-headlining tour? Imagine how much fun that would be. I would jam my ass off for six straight hours. That would be amazing. Oh, my God. Because you know, you know Sly's going to have an hour and a half to two. Oh, yeah. George is going to have to do two at least. That's a four-hour show, just two bands. Guaranteed. And I'm down. I would be down. I'm toast. <laughs> they could even use the same band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not like Parliament is mostly guys that were in it for a long time. It's And no one's going to expect Sly to do much than just... Uh, just perform. Stand up and sing. I just need you to perform. That yeah. might be hard enough for him. So. I who know how bad a shape he is. I hope he's all right. It's one of those guys that's so sad, but I know he could have been fucking awesome. He could have been a, a and killer he producer. He was amazing, but he just kind of fucked it up because he threw his life to drugs. Yeah. Think about it. He could have been a producer for top, top acts nowadays. Yeah. Still putting in his, because he obviously knows a hit when he hears yeah, one. Yeah, he knows how to write a fucking song. Yeah. Unless it went away, and that's why. But then again, it's probably the crack that made it go away. Okay, so covers of this song. Yeah. Duran Duran. Oh man. Ike and Tina Turner, and East of Underground. I don't know what that is. East of Underground. Sounds real familiar. I don't know what that is. That sounds very familiar. I wonder if I can find that on here. I'm curious now. What? Which one? Duran Duran version? Oh, you are looking for the Duran Duran Oh, yeah. <coughs> Let's have a listen. Well, I have to find it uh, first. What other songs did Duran Duran do? Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I laugh. <laughs> okay. I have to know. Here we go. Let's give it a listen. It says version one. And then they did I Want to Take You Higher Again. Well, so far, it's very different. Very different. Very different from Hungry Like the Wolf. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, I don't hate it. I mean, it doesn't sound like... Oh. What is happening? I don't know. I'm confused. I can't believe this is Duran Duran. <laughs> the look can't on your do face it anymore. Is very unhappy. I had to shut that shit down. <laughs> are you are you surprised that that was Duran Duran though? That doesn't sound like the Duran Duran I knew. Yeah. This is I want to take you higher again. This is more what I would expect from Duran Duran yeah, already. Like Duran Duran. Maybe that was a '90s Duran Duran. We're like, we got a good alternative. This is all terrible. I want to hear a little 
bad. Yeah. It is a goddamn shame that people are allowed to take something as good as what that song was before. Take a shit. Wipe their ass with that beautiful fucking thing and then put it out and still hold their head high. It doesn't make sense. They paid their licensing fee. Twice. And they two different versions. And they paid with their souls because they definitely... um, Oh, they love it. Duran Duran's all about it. Do you think... Which one did you prefer? The version... (laughs) I like the first one. Better. I would say the first one. There was more singing to it. Oh, that was rough to me. I'm having a hard time. I need to. Um, what song are we on? We are getting ready to play track four. Okay, perfect. Out of Sweet. eight. So let's roll on 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 and on and on and on and on and on and on. I am having a stroke. On into somebody's watching you have a stroke. Oh fuck it. Witty, witty, witty as you can be. He gets rid of that distortion sound. Oh yeah, in this one because he wants cleaner. it a little bit more smooth. This is much smoother. At first, this is the type of song that would throw me off. I have completely fallen in love with this song this week. I, I think I've always loved it, but I agree that it's it's a weird song, kind uh-huh. of. It's not. It's technically, I guess, if you saw the lyric sheet and how it was written, it would technically be written in a traditional way but it just doesn't sound traditional no not at all not at all yeah and I love Sly's voice in it oh yeah and it's it's very odd lyrically as well for sure yeah you don't hear many lyrics that involve the word etc there are multiple things in this song that you don't usually hear in other songs. Shady as a lady in a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> we were both waiting for that one. That's, yeah, I love this song. It's so good. <laughs> I understand. I love the guitar, too. The, like, dun, dun, dun. the song is groovy as fuck. I think we could do this song. Somebody's watching you. I don't know how it would translate. I don't know. We got a mental note. I think that's that's probably Sly on the harmonica at least. Yeah, for sure. He could be on the guitar as well. Maybe. I would love to have a sheet of who did what on many albums. Just watch. Uh, yeah. True. I was gonna say we could watch a video, but he wouldn't. It wouldn't even show you everything that he did in the recording studio. No. no. Oh, there's another good part. That's all about drugs. Somebody's you know he was getting fucked up here. I mean, oh. he's on coke, right? This was album four, so he's made some money up to this point, and this was a huge album for him. So, if he wasn't doing drugs yet, which he was, um, he's getting ready to do a bunch of drugs. He's, he's got to be. He's got to be doing blow by now. Guaranteed. He's definitely smoking reefers. 
He's probably doing acid. I wonder if his nose ever collapsed like Artie Lang's. Artie Lang's nose is just... A story of its own? Uh, Yeah. That's a goddamn catastrophe. It's hard to look at. But you can't stop looking at it. Right? I think so. That last mugshot was rough. With all the dried blood under his nose. Very rough. Oh, it's so sad. Artie Lang is so funny. He can be so uh-huh. funny. I hope he gets better. I'm at that age now where I just like, I'm, I'm always like, oh man, they're just going through some shit. I hope they get better. Unless they're an actual total piece of shit. Yeah, and I don't think he's a piece of shit. And no. people who know him, everyone seems to love him. They don't think he's a piece of shit. They no, just I, know that he has demons. The demons. And he has a lot of them. He's got demon wands. <laughs> that was one of those. Uh, moments Tom Jeffries was talking about or he can physically he can hear you shake your head he can feel it <laughs> well if you must know I didn't shake my head but I was inhaling and then just kind of froze and didn't just... do anything with the air <laughs> it was just like locked inside of me just at a standstill for a while you just stared for you didn't even stare at me you just stared forward at the microphone <laughs> I'm sorry that I have a sense of humor that's well. If you must know, Sam, it's because you take my breath away. I wish I knew more words. You really shouldn't, because in my opinion, it's a shit song. <laughs> so it's fine that you don't know that song, but uh, who I, don't even, I know what song you're talking about. But it I doesn't matter. We that song deserves no who more discussion. Tell me, I wouldn't even know. Tell me. <laughs> That's how I breathe. I got breathing problems. I got breathing problems. I'm like a pug. You're like Miss Clarence. Yep. And I said her name, so hopefully she doesn't come in here. All right, that was the fourth song, right? Good break time. It was the fourth song. I'm just kind of also waiting to hear if there's going to be an animal coming in here. Nope, doesn't seem like it. She's trained to not come in here anymore. No, yeah, she tries to come in, but... And I punch her in the face because I punch dogs. Oh, that's really awful, Sam. Is it? I think it's a bad thing. Most people really like dogs. Oh, sorry. I don't actually punch dogs. Break time. Okay, we're going to take a break. Bye. This couple of critics podcast is brought to you by... I'll be that crate from Luda, aka L-U-D-A-L-U-D-A, fuck that shit, I got a crate for you to buy, my shit's so fly, so if you want a piece of me, pull out your card and give me all your cash, every month you get a piece of my ass, I won't put your card numbers on blast, we safe and secure, and with that I'm sure. Every month you get tight wraps and fat tracks, and once in a while some stacks, I got the best crate out there for you to buy, so why not give Luda Crate a try, yeah. Presenting to you! Hey, how are you, pretty lady? Oh, the silent type, I see. How about you get in the car and we have a good time? Sure, baby! You gotta have cash, though. 
Oh, I got cash, don't you worry about that, but, uh, say, uh, something wrong with your throat? You sounding sort of scratchy there. Uh, no, no, I'm fine, and just, just ready to party with you, big boy. You, you know, I, I just noticed this, too, and, uh, I, I don't want to be rude, but do you have a beard? No, 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 that's just makeup. Wait. Are you wearing a stovepipe hat? All right, all right, you cut me. It's me, Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. I fucking and knew it. I'm out here trying to suck dicks for rock, and I guess oh, you cut me. Oh, come on, Abe. I thought maybe I'd be more presentable as a lady, but I guess you saw through the costume. Well, Abe, you gotta get rid of the beard and maybe the hat next time, but let me tell idea. you, here's the deal. You and I, we're still gonna take off, and we're gonna do nasty things with your mouth. We're not gonna tell anybody, but I'm still gonna give you the money, all right? All right. Okay. Oh, this is a good day for smoking crack. Ba -ba -ba -da -ba. Abraham, goddamn Lincoln. What ba -ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Why are you singing some song randomly and just staring out into the street? You got sucking to do. Let's go. Come on. Okay, let's, let's go. go. Come on. All right. Yes. Higher, 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 higher. Take one. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not try to adjust your nervous systems or your emotions. Because for the next 60 minutes, the east of underground will control your soul. That's what we need you all to do. Let's get on this train with us and let us take you higher. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, fuck yeah. We're back. We're back. This came out in 2011. Is that what it said? Oh, really? It could be wrong. It could have just been the like a re-release. Yeah. Cause sometimes the times are not correct on this. Who is it? East of Underground. I like it. I do too. Jam jamming. Out of the beginning it was spooky. Yeah, it was. They definitely did their own thing with it. Yeah, I like it. That was good. I yeah. Like it. So <laughs> we Good are job, back. East of Underground. Yeah, I I approve. I approve. Stamped. And my opinion means nothing, but I approve. Thank you. Yeah, our opinion means nothing. We have a whole podcast about our opinions, which mm -hmm. means fucking nothing. Which means nothing. Anyone can have a podcast, <laughs> you guys. Anyone. Just have a recording device. Just get a microphone. You can do it on your phone. There are people who do it on their phone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And even the Hyatt podcast, you hear them do the ads on their phone. You can tell they're just in a hotel room. Mm -hmm. That just happens on their a phone lot. And they just send it to whoever's at and they're editing their shit together. Mm hmm. Uh, for sure. All right, we're back. So we are know. back. We are listening to Stan, which I'm sure you already know because you don't start in the middle of podcast. Doesn't and, make any fucking sense. Um, if you knew how to get to us, then you have to be able to read. So you knew what you were getting into. So it's God, your fault God. if you're not happy with this. So let's jump back into <laughs> Stan by Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah, let's do it. This uh, album is a fucking sight. <laughs> Sing a simple song. Say 
was fucking sweet. Amazing. Oh, so I did some research. Yeah, you did. Which I should have just done before the podcast ever even started. Yeah, I probably should have too, but I didn't. But we did. <laughs> I read it's Wikipedia, but it's something. It's it's confirmed that they are a family. Yeah, they had a family. Which we figured that anyway from the last name, even though it's not their actual last name. No, it's not. They were Stewart, Sylvester Stewart. But his brother Freddie plays guitar. His sister, I don't remember her name. But there are people that were family members. And then we figured out what they were actually into drug-wise, which cocaine was definitely a preferred drug. drug of choice. But PCP. So he liked going on trips. He liked fucking getting zonked out. Mm-hmm. They said that uh, from like 1969 to 1975, Sly was just, is he going to show up? And when he shows up, is he just going to be asleep? Uh, is, he gonna, is he not going to go on stage? Is he going to end the show early? They could have been so much bigger. Yeah. It's insane I think, what people uh, throw away when they have stuff. You know, I think up until... I, don't, I mean, it's just what I picked up. I might be totally wrong. But I think up until 1969 when he started like really getting heavy into hard drugs, I think... I think it was like they were one of the hardest working bands. I think like, it was like, oh, we want to be like Sly and the Family Stone because they're crushing it. And they were just going through and just yeah doing everything. And then, boom. Oh, cocaine and PCP? Thank you. Goodness. <laughs> and then I also read that they were called Sly and the Stoners at one point. Yeah, that would not have worked. So, no. And then they were called the Stone Brothers. And sister? Nope, they didn't. They they got rid of that because the sister. They wanted to add the sister. Whoa! Uh oh, you hit a song thing. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no! Hey, you guys want to try and find the groove again? This is where we were, so you're lucky. Ah. So I like that last little bit never happened. I'm sorry, I picked up my phone to see if I could find any information. We're real high tech here. Because <laughs> I have that edge thing. Oh, where so the phone. When this happens, I grab over. my phone from yeah the screen like wraps around Fuck that. the sides. It's kind of a pain. I assume it is. What's so the point of the edge? I accident just because it gives you more screen. It also makes you touch parts of the screen. But then you accidentally yeah when I'm like trying so hard to not it just happens because the auxiliary cable doesn't plug in with my uh case on my case so I have to take my case off to do this so it makes me seem so much less disorganized I'm just so disorganized I'm less organized so if you haven't figured it out this whole album we've said it we're just gonna be jamming I think the whole critique is just this song fucking rules this, this song fucking rules yeah this was the b-side to everyday people so this is good. I think that if I bought that single, I'd be like, "Oh man, you gotta check out the B side, man." Oh, I love that they do this. I love that they keep that. Everything. I love all of it. <laughs> Everything they do. I like anything though that has a recording 
insights mm-hmm. like you can hear the studio because everything's out so you can hear the room finally mm-hmm. in that microphone you can just hear oh it's just three people standing around a microphone going Jeez, this song was done by everyone at the time because this was i mean this came out this was in 69 when this was released so this was done by the commodores this was done by fucking maceo parker this was done by diana ross and the supremes and the temptations together um in hampton and the hamsters Hampton and the Hamsters? Hampton and the Hamsters. Well, you know we gotta listen to a song about Hampton and the Hamsters, right? <laughs> Let me see if I can find... Ham- if and if it, you can find that song, that's even better. Okay, so I think I found it here. Um, let's see. Lay it on me, mama. Oh my god, okay. Sing a simple song. Sing a what simple the fuck song. is this? Well, so far it doesn't sound... Like the same song, it doesn't sound like the same song. It's like the same lyrics, right? What the fuck? Hampton and the Hamsters. not the same song. So they're supposed to be hamsters. They're actual hamsters singing. Yes, it's an animated video. Oh, really? And his name's Hampton? Yes. This is awful. This is fucking terrible. It's <laughs> 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 gonna be stuck in my head now. I'm gonna be walking around going, Sing a simple song. <laughs> Sing a simple song. It makes me laugh, so I can't help it. Awful. (laughs) All right. Fuck, fuck Hampton and the Hamsters. That was not what I expected at all. Um, Because it wasn't the same song, so that was a lie. So, genius, you fucked up. Yep. Genius, you're not smart. You're not very smart. Now I don't trust anything else you've ever said. All right, so let's go on into. Oh, a cute little cat just ran in. Um, let's go into the. Uh, I would say the hit. Let's see. It was the group's first song to go number one for them on Billboard's Soul Music charts. Let's uh, listen to the first single, "Everyday People." I guess the fact that uh, this was huge for them also because they were practicing what they preached. They were full. They had white, black, male, female members of the band. It was all inclusive. All inclusive. Oh, I also read that members of the Black Panther Party later tried to force Sly to kick anybody out that was white. That's fucked up. the Family Stone and fire their manager, I guess, who was white. And he declined? Yeah, but I think they were getting ready to break up anyway. Oh. So maybe he broke them up. I also read by the end of it that Sly had guards hired to protect him from his enemies. And by that... 
said that money. it said that enemies also included band members. So, like, so he just he was just making enemies out of people who he made love him and respect him, and then just shit all over it. Yeah, but I think everybody was on. I think everybody was doing coke and PCP, That's so fair. nobody's in the right mind state. But not necessarily everyone would be as reactive as he would be. Because no. it sounds like this shit went to his head fast. Yeah, and he was, I'm, look, look whose fucking name is on the band. Yeah, who cares if I show up? I'll show up whenever I want to. I'm sly. God, I hate that fucking mentality. Me too. I hate that mentality with any artist. Like when I hear that Excuse me. The, uh, mainstream artists don't... They don't show up on time and they go like an hour late and they make the whole audience just sit there and fucking wait. And it's not because of something weather related yeah. or or that they weren't near. It's just they just do a power move. Or like Lauren Hill showing up two or three hours That's late. That's fucking crazy. I, it's a, I wouldn't still be there. I think it's crazy that there, there are people who still wait. I'd be like, this is so disrespectful. Yeah. Fuck this person. Yeah, it, it would drive... It does drive me insane that they have this opportunity to do something that I would, that I strive to do, and I'm working to do, and they have it, and they just, meh, I would be there at least on time. Yeah. And as as a guy that I am now, I have to be there early. I have to be there to set up merch. I have to be there to sell shirts to people that I've never met in hopes that I can get gas money. So when you're handed this silver plate, basically, where all you have to do is just show up Mm -hmm. and perform, you can be there on time. Yeah. Especially when, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me at at all. On time. Yeah. And everybody gets home on time. Everyone's happier. And then you know what happens is you sell more tickets eventually because you were there. You're Mm -hmm. reliable. It's nuts. Eventually, aren't people stopping buying tickets to people that do that all the time because you don't fucking know? I'm not going to spend $80 on someone that I don't know if they're going to be there. I, yeah, I would completely object. What's this? This is um, Dolly Parton's version of Everyday People. I like that you're branching out and getting different versions of the songs. This is... This is going to be wide. This looks like it was on 9 to 5. doesn't ruin it. I'm way more angry at Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that's, I don't think this is bad. I just, I personally don't like Dolly's voice. I don't. Voice? Her voice, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, let's, let's say I don't like someone's voice while making a weird fucking voice. That's fair, right? <laughs> just like being on... Uh, line and calling someone stupid and then using the wrong form of like your there or your or your stupid yeah I don't like the sound of her voice at all <laughs> but she didn't like mangle the song oh, she's just got I mean it's awful voice. to me yeah but I don't think she ruined it I think she did it honest honest to Dolly it's a recognizable version of the song. I think if I heard that Duran Duran song, it'd take me... If I didn't know that it was what it is, I mm-hmm. think it'd take me about a minute and a half to two minutes to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think those are lyrics to a Sly song. Whereas this, it's like, as soon as she would start singing, I'd be like, 
holy fuck, she's doing everyday people. Holy fuck. <laughs> so I did not realize at all that this next tune is uh, almost 14 minutes long. Oh did you notice that ever, Sex uh, Machine? I, did you just call me Sex Machine? That's the name of the song. <laughs> well, me being the sex machine that I am. <laughs> no, I didn't notice, but I was listening to it while I was working and just jamming. And funk, you kind of get lost in time sometimes with funk. Yeah, what the hell? Let's uh, get this started. We're not we're listening all 14 minutes. We don't have to, but the song is... This is when I would consider the song getting more into a rock and roll vibe. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree. This is that heavy talk box song. It sounds so good, though. It's the only time I've ever really enjoyed the talk box sound. Because I usually think that it's kind of... Like, I think it's a neat concept, but I don't like any of the music that it's usually used in, because I'm not a big Peter Frampton fan. Yeah, and Peter Frampton used it differently. He literally yeah, he did. brings the song down to pretend like the guitar is talking. Whereas, and that John Bo- Bonjovi that Bon John Jovi song. His real name is, uh, his last name is Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi? Which is where so Bon Jovi Jonathan Bon Jovi? So, yeah. So that Jonathan John Biovi song. God, wow, up. wow. It, it, it's just kind of lame. Sound it's like effect. a. Yeah, this. It's not used with the song. Why is using this as an instrument in this song? Yeah, I. I've never heard it be- done better than this. And he's a guitarist. I read that he was actually originally a guitarist, and he taught himself how to play the organ because he just gave the guitar duties to his brother. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Sly's doing this. And I mean, you're playing those notes on the guitar. Your your guitar and your mouth and your hands are connected to do all the same thing. Yeah. So you're, it's so cool. I should get one to use in one song. It seems like it's a way to really feel the song to just get totally fucking into it because you're yeah. using more than just your hands at this point. You're also what if, what using if he, all of you. What if he didn't actually use a talk box at all and it's actually just him with like a wah pedal and a microphone and this distortion and a microphone and he's just going It's. I still like how it sounds. Yeah, no, it'd be even cooler if that was what it was. It's yeah. Like, that's just Sly doing that? What just happened? Nothing. What just happened? Are you I'm, picking up the crate with I'm your feet? Kicking crates around, apparently. You're kicking crates? By the way, Loot Crate, not a sponsor. But if you'd like to be, give us money. Loot a crate? Loot crate. Oh, I thought you said loot a crate because that's an ad idea. A, lo- <laughs> a ludicrous loot crate. Loot a crate. So no one can steal it. I should make that an ad for this episode so you would have already heard it. <laughs> in, in the process. So yeah. Yeah. Enjoy Ludicrate. <laughs> this is the song I think I said earlier I want to get my guitar. No, it wasn't this oh, one. Oh, really? I could do it on this one too. Yeah, I am, that makes sense. Because there, again, we were listening to... And a version of this album with more tracks and also single versions of three of the the tracks. Yeah. And to my knowledge, there was no difference in time. 
So I don't sure understand. Yeah. Less bass or more bass or. Actually, yeah, I think that um, it sounded fuller and not so as distorted I as see that. like when Stand I'm originally a started. Version. Yeah. Slipknot does that. Like uh, their Wait and Bleed song. It was a much cleaner version. In the uh, verse, he uh, they used the cleaner. Because he has the screen version and then he has the actual kind of singing version. Yeah. So the radio edit was the cleaner version. Or as people like me called, the pussy version. Like a clean pussy? That's not so bad. It's better than a dirty puss. Gross. Which all, all vaginas are not sparkling clean. I mean, they are technically, they have their own cleaning system, which is pretty neat, but... It's also really gross if you think about it and how it's done. Because it's like vaginal saliva that pushes everything out. The penis has its own self-cleaning system, too. You just put your hand over your, while you pee, and it splashes back on it, and then you just wipe it off. But then you can also, like, milk stuff out of it, like an udder. Yeah. You can also <laughs> pinch it off with your hand. You can also collect <laughs> the contents into a bucket and drink it straight from the bucket without it being pasteurized. Yeah, I, that's only like on Tuesdays. Once a week I get the best. Give me the best. So what minute are we on on this song? <laughs> I have a feeling that we're probably around minute five. Because last time I looked at it, it was three. We are at 5.13 as I'm saying this right now. So yeah. So we are not halfway. That's pretty exotic. Let me, uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, get back on slide jamming. Now we're just over halfway in the song. Yeah, I never realized how long the song actually went on. Me neither. I think I was just in the groove. I just got lost in it. I'd never... Yeah, I can always tell when a song is long. I think everyone can. Like, oh my god, the song's still on. I'd never felt like this, but I, I can just groove to this. I... Yeah. Ooh, it's that bass. It's got a Zappa sound to it. Yeah, it's really jammy, but like not kind of dirty sound. Oh. It's not a guitar tone. Yeah, it's and I think that Frank was dirty. His sounds Very were dirty. dirty. Very dirty. That's that old recording too. You're recording onto tape. Mm-hmm. That's which is why there are people, including ourselves, who sometimes prefer. The fuller vinyl sound, even though like you, a lot of people do, you get the crackles and stuff. Yeah. It's. I remember talking to someone, a local business owner who owns a restaurant bar, and they they have people who perform on the weekends. And hearing an older person tell me that they prefer digital over vinyl was shocking to me. I, I mean, I understand and agree that the 
convenience of accessibility of digital is fantastic. Yeah. Which is probably why I haven't yeah. been listening to vinyl. But yeah. yeah, I think it's the sound. Personally, I like the vinyl sound much more. I know that when I've listened to albums that I had really only listened to on CD or wave file or whatever and then got on vinyl like the original pressing and put on the vinyl on the record player all of a sudden i'm hearing instruments that i never heard before like whoa the bass sounds like that i've never mm-hmm. heard it that thick i've never heard it where i can actually hear it and not just the low ends deeper it's like i can actually hear the instrument yeah now there's the problem where nowadays things are all did recorded digitally and then they put it on a vinyl, yeah. and it really doesn't make much of a difference because it was a digital signal translated to an analog An analog? An analog medium. So Man, it's still kind of thin. it's unfortunate that we've moved so far from analog. I know. I love analog. Analog was analog just... analog all day. It was so full, and you could really feel it, and you can... You just were introduced to things that you had never been introduced to before you through, could run through your, analog. You could run your finger... On things that made you go through anal walk. And it wasn't that far from what you're used to. If you just go down a little pathway from what you're used to, which is digital, because everyone's just all up on that digital shaft these days. But if you just slide down a few inches... You got beautiful analog. Get right back to analog, man. That's where... I mean, I guess it didn't technically begin there, but it kind of began there. (laughs) It absolutely began. Began then. Yes, but I mean, it's not like life didn't begin through anal log. That's true. It definitely brought. But it's been happening since the dawn of time. Yeah, it's brought a lot of joy to a lot of people's lives. And I can say that I'm a fan. I'm talking about uh, records and stuff here. Yeah. Tapes. And butt sex. Hey! So the drums go. I only cut out like two oh, minutes. Yeah. That's in fine the because middle. now we get the drum time. I remember I was in the mixing booth getting ready to paint a car. Just pretend like I was playing the drums during this the other day. Fucking rock, fucking rock, fucking rock. Yeah. Remember when we saw Parliament at that Kentucky festival? Yeah. That I took mushrooms at? I'm just going to start talking about my truckies that I took mushrooms at. And uh, they had that drummer that came out with the yellow raincoat on. And he played more of a rock and roll set because he did the maggot brain. The oh, maggot brain is more of a... Funkadelic. Yeah. And he like had a double pedal. And he was like, like actually was playing really fast. Yeah. And he only did that one song. And we went to that racetrack that we thought the show was at first. And I walked up to the lady and I was starting the trip on mushrooms. And I was like, isn't there a concert here? And she was like, what are you talking about? I just remember like sweating and being like, Uh "Uh there's supposed to be a concert here. 
Well, it, it was a carnival. Not a carnival, but like... It was a big a fair. It, it was, was a, a fucking fair. fair. That's yeah. what it was. And I, afterwards, when it was over, and we were able to walk around and eat fucking fair food, and yeah. I got a big-ass, delicious... Uh, corn dog. Corn dog. It was so good. Was I'm good so hungry right now. Me too. So I'm, just thinking, I'm not just thinking of the corn dog that I ate at the show. I don't even. I'm not even thinking about the show. I'm I just remember, thinking about the corn dog afterwards. Remember we were dancing. That was the second part of the show. We got to make it a third. The second uh, time that I've been to a show where joints were just passed to me freely. Yes. And I felt like it's crazy when that happens because that sounds like such a dumb thing. Like, like it's nothing, I mean, but when you're actually a part of it, you feel like it's you're a, immediately connected and everyone yes. around you, you're just connected it's a in sense this of community. experience together. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it's, you're all it just, changes everything. Yeah, you're all just cool all of a sudden. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, we're in this together. Let's do this. Uh-huh. It was great. Yeah. We have got to see P-Funk. Oh, it's happening. It's going to be... <sighs> we're going to go. It's going to be good. Okay. Yeah. So that was uh, Sex Machine. I always forget that it's called that, but it is pretty sexy sounding. Wow, wow. Oh wow, yeah, it is a fucking song. Wow. It's a fucking song. It's it's nice. And then the drums at the end. That's the Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> and then it seems like if you just keep with it and you keep pumping along, um you are given at least I would say in the succession of uh the list of songs the last track on the album is you can make it if you try so if you keep pumping like the sex machine that you are (laughs) you will make it to the end if you try you can make it if you try use PCP if you try so groovy Yeah, I love the multiple voice stuff. And I like that the voices aren't as blended as they would be now. Like, you can hear each person's voice if you listen. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. And I like that. I think that's a thing with analog. It keep, But it also keeps it, like, analog. Indi- individualized for the people. It makes it feel like a group and not a just family? one person. Yes. Yeah. And I think he does that more on songs that are meant to inspire because he's got songs that are about like, you know, social commentary. But then he's got other songs that are just about like, believe in yourself. Just do it, man. This is definitely a huge, like, unifying uh, social yeah, absolutely. driven album. Positive. And it's so good. I got a kitty visitor. I, I had him a second ago. I'm in to you. You got to move if you want to be ahead. All together now. All together now. I imagine that's like the kid sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it, there was the obligatory yawn. <laughs> well, your yawn made me sneeze. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what traditionally happens. Yeah, that's how it works. Especially when you're sleeping. Yeah, Sly's voice is the shit. All together now. Have you ever seen that footage of him getting married on TV? 
I think you've shown maybe you showed it to me once. Maybe. I bet that marriage lasted about a day. <laughs> Until the fucking stash ran out. Yeah. He woke up I don't even like day. you, bitch. He woke up the next day. He's like, who are you? <laughs> he woke up the next day anyway. Who are you? He's I like, love. bitch, I like my eggs fried. <laughs> Get in the kitchen. Get into the kitchen. Um, I love Give funk drummers. Give me some drummers. bacon on the side. I love funk drummers because they always want hi-hat very present in the mix. Yeah. And their hi-hat work is always cool sounding. Mm-hmm. Like if you listen right now. I just love that. I had sound. Sometimes in certain genres, certain instruments are mixed totally differently. Mm-hmm. As you know, like in metal, they'll just turn the kick drum up as loud as possible. And they'll bury other things. Like the, I think the cymbals get buried sometimes in metal because they're used so much. Mm-hmm. Like a crash cymbal and stuff. So if it was real loud, it'd just be overbearing. So, whereas these guys like hi-hat in their mix, like metal guys will put like a ride bell higher. Yeah. So when they're hitting that ding, 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 you can hear it more. Ding, but ding, 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 ding. Like I'll never hear a ride in a funk song that's present as I'll hear a hi-hat just because they like having that. I think funk is all about just driving that tempo mm-hmm. and just funk drums are definitely about, I may not be flashy, but I'm... I'm laying down this tempo and you're not going to deviate from it and it's going to be fucking solid. Solid. Because there's not. And this solid to a parliament song. Cock. Jesus. This to a parliament song and they're like, uh, they're technical. They're good at playing, but they're not the star. The drums aren't the star. Mm-hmm. They're the they're star along with the bass. They almost become one. To make the back. I guess they're on the rhythm section, so it makes sense. They got the rhythm. The rhythm of the beast. All right. Well, we are technically finished with the album. Bam. So that was Stand. Bam, that was Stand by Bam, Sly and the Family Stone. That was Stand. That's what we listened to. And if you got this far, so did you. Stand. <laughs> All right. I've had this cat on my lap for a bit. I don't know if you've noticed that. I know. He's been distracting you and you weren't really listening to me. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was talking. I was completely talking with I you. I saw you daze out for a second and then you looked at me and I could tell I was you listening. were like, oh shit, I wasn't listening. <laughs> That's not true at all. I'm getting things ready. Don't. <laughs> that is not true. I would admit if it were true. In that case, at that time, <laughs> it, was it not. wasn't true. I believe you. So, I've got some. Michelle's got some questions. Podcast questions. 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 So, I chose this album because, again, I needed some soul. I haven't been uh, fulfilling my soulful promises to myself with this. And uh, which, I mean, those really don't exist. I'm just talking out of my ass to have something to say. <laughs> but I chose this because it, uh, I think, it fucking rules. 
Again, it's basically a greatest hits. Everything on it is fantastic, if you ask me. And uh, I think it's worth a listen. And I think it was nice to just revel in something good. I think so, too. And something that I also already knew. Mm-hmm. It was just nice to melt into it. Yeah. And uh, what did I think of this when I gave it to you? I think that your exact reaction was, like, awesome. Yeah. I think you were verbally Yeah, I was pleased. like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So I knew that this wasn't going to be a problem. I I didn't know exactly how you were going to react. Oh, but really? I, I thought you knew it was going to be a problem I anyway. thought that... I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be a problem. I just didn't know if you were going to be excited or if you were just going to be like, okay. And you were a little more excited than I expected. So, nice. Um, What was your judgment prior to listening to it when I gave it to you? That I knew this album was good already. Yeah, so no pressure at all. (laughs) None. Absolutely no pressure. None. Uh, Do you know how many times you listened to it? Uh, This week, probably about five or six. Okay. I would put it on on the radio at work, on the speakers. I would say mine was around like twenty times. <clears throat> wow, this is that's the most. I would ever say, to yeah, I listen to it so much <laughs> and so many times. I listen to it like three times a day. Wow, and so maybe you not jammed. exactly twenty, but I would say some. Still I mean, fifteen way more than at usual. least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this part right here is going to be tough for me. Do you have a song list in front of you? Or yeah. Set? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm having the, the same list. problem. So the least favorite song is going to be, it's tough for me. Um, I would say the song that I'm least familiar with would be Sex Machine, but it's something that I've definitely grown more appreciation for this week. But since I have to choose something... I don't it's just know. your least favorite song of the album. Doesn't mean you don't like it. Yeah, I would almost say that. But then, I, I mean, I think I technically like You Can Make It If You Try less than I used to. Um, and I appreciate Sex Machine more yeah. than I used to. Yeah. But I still think I'm going to say Sex Machine. That's your least. Locked yeah. in. No, I'm locked in. Well, I'm locking in that my least favorite is also Sex Machine. Okay. It's just, and it's it's just a jam song, really. Yeah. That could have... Cut it down. Not to say that I don't enjoy it. Not that I don't like all the solos and the mm-hmm. drum parts, but... It didn't necessarily it's just a, have to be almost 14 minutes long, no, though. No, I don't know any song, especially the one that doesn't even have any lyrics, which no. I, mean, I don't think that really matters, so I don't know why I mean, I said it's got that. Wicca Wilds, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it does have Wicca Wilds. <laughs> it's made with the voice, so uh, you do have that. So, and this one's going to be kind of hard for me as well, the favorite. I got a lockdown. You do? I do. Well, then we'll... Uh, you you want me to tell you? Yeah. I'll go first. And you might be surprised, but I fucking love this song. Somebody's watching you. That song has just grown on me so much really? this week. And it's... Yeah, and it's not a standard song that... I mean, I know I'm speaking when you should be, but... Yeah. I, why, do I, you, why is this your favorite song? I like it just because... It's weird. I think it's the weirdest song on the album. And oh, you yeah. know I have a taste for weird. Uh-huh. And it's so smooth... And the lyrics, I think that's why I think it's weird. Actually, I think it's weird because it's just the, the arrangement is weird too. too. But the lyrics are strange, mm-hmm. and the tones I think are Shady the best in it. A lady in a yeah. And in the album, actually, I think it it makes itself better being in this album. And it's early in the album. Like he believed in yeah. that song. I think that when we were talking earlier, we said that it gets uh, the other songs kind of have a distortion to them, and they're kind of dirtier. 
that song doesn't, and I think that makes it extra pleasant that when you're listening to the those first three mm-hmm. or first whatever, that all of a sudden you're just like, oh, ooh, this is like butter, mm-hmm. and I like butter. It is, <laughs> and I, I mean that song has definitely impressed me tremendously this uh-huh. week. But I would say that the classic is probably my favorite. Everyday people, it's a good song. Everyday people is just hands down a great fucking song. Bum, bum, bum. And I think it's the most popular song. It is from the album. I'd say so. Uh, you know, why else I liked the other one. I just I was going to say this. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's got the most lines that I say. Oh, <laughs> just walking around. Oh yeah. The like, higher the price, yes. The nicer the nice. Uh-huh. And shitty as a lady in a mustache. Sound like you said shitty. <laughs> it's not shitty. <laughs> <laughs> shitty as a lady in a mustache. Shady as a lady in a mustache. That's not very uh, PC these days. No, no. But at the time, as they say, whenever that brings up, it and, wasn't. And who knows where he was getting his drugs from, and who knows what sort of situations he was putting oh, himself that's a in. Good point. Maybe, maybe he got ripped off by a lady who had a mustache. And yeah, he's like that bitch shady. Yeah, I'm not just so, talking about everybody in mustache. I'm talking about Veronica Jensen. Yeah, so maybe that was a specific story, but he didn't know her as Veronica Jensen. He knew her as Candy. So, <laughs> with the K. <K. laughs> All right. Um, how did I originally feel about this? I've always fucking loved this. I mean, I've said I've just gushed over this album the entire time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're probably this is probably not a favorite uh, episode of yours, and that's fine because <laughs> there's not there's a no lot tension. of tension. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's no tension actually. I would say um, I love it. I would absolutely recommend it. If anyone was just like, "What kind of you know soulful music do you like?" Give me something funky. Sign the Family Stone is a is a big go to. It'd be a good. Uh recommendation good recommendation tons of energy typically pretty positive uplifting unifying it's got good messages all throughout there's got to be at least one song that almost everyone's gonna like at least one song yeah i feel like people of all age age ranges because even i mean going back to parliament there were old people there were people our age or people younger than us oh in the audience yeah yeah it was a and even no, even the show uh, in the band at Bogarts is that where we were? Where the hell did we go? We well, first one we went to Bogarts. Yeah. Okay, Bogarts but in Cincinnati, Ohio. I, I still think that the crowd was still kind of diverse. The crowd was very diverse, and yeah. the band itself was diverse. Yes, all ages. White, all ages, or white and black. White and black. Uh, male, I think female, even an Asian dude in there. Yeah, very inclusive. The whole th- that funk was is such, inclusive. It is funk is love, and it should be. It, it just it connects you. It's music that feels good that you just yeah. feel it. That was like since we're from White Bread, Indiana. Why are you because pl- this thing playing was, with it? It started falling off, so I had to push oh. it in. Um, being white from bread White Bread, Indiana, Indiana we Southern don't. Southern Indiana. We don't. We don't get a lot of contact with people that aren't white. So it's definitely unfortunate. When I'm in a true. room. Dancing with people of any color does not matter, which I wouldn't care anyway. But when I'm actually exercising, and it, we're actually the minority typically yeah. in that situation, and we're ex- and it was just like accepted. We were all brothers and sisters. It was a beautiful feeling. I remember that's what we talked about for like two days after that concert. Like both that of was them, a beautiful feeling. Yeah. Because both times, uh, it was you know, black people were the ones uh, inviting us into 
yeah. the smoking. <laughs> like they're just like we like it, it they were awesome. sharing with us, it and was it awesome. just felt like oh yeah, because I mean I just assume you know you're at a funk show. Oh, here are these two fucking white people standing next to me. You, you know, and that's just our built-in and that's just how weirdness because we of where we're from. I mean, to say that I don't have prejudices is, is uh, silly because I think we all do, but I don't want to have these. This is why I want to also move to a more cultured area because we have no culture where we're at right now. And I, but the most cultured thing we have is us doing this podcast. And the fact that I fucking love rhythm and blues from the fucking. 50s to, I'd say the 2000s. Well, let's get you to Memphis. <laughs> so I can hang out with Justin Timberlake? No, let's not go to Memphis. Then we can go to Montana, because Justin Timberlake also has a house there. If if we were going to move to Montana, you know the entire time I would just be going, I might be moving to Montana soon. And then I would be like, ooh, Montana. <laughs> Because Justin Timberlake has a song called Man Montana. That was on his <sighs> most recent album as well. There goes Justin Timberlake ruining something else. <laughs> he didn't ruin it. It has nothing on Frank Zappa's Montana. Oh, sweet. I'm surprised you said that. I don't know. Why would I say that? I don't know. I don't know what your barometer of... Uh... I, I love Justin Timberlake, but I understand where he falls when it comes to like respecting musicians and musicianship. I get it. Yeah, I, I put. I have I such heard a, me of his music, so. and you would hate it. It's not for you, that, which is why I'm also saying I, I, I put Frank Zappa way above Justin Timberlake. But I'm probably going to listen to Justin Timberlake more because it's more familiar and it's groovy and it's it's groovy. It's um, what's the word? Uh, it's familiar. Sometimes you just want to feel something that's familiar and that yeah. can just like bleed into what you're doing and not think about anything. Uh, and and further on Zappa, and he's he all also, over the place. It, it, I also get in moods where it's like I haven't listened to him for eight months, mm-hmm. and then I spend two months listening to only Frank Zappa. So yeah, I understand that whole like. Well, I'm not. Well, not see, in the mood for that. And Frank has all kinds of fucking groovy songs that'll bring you back. Oh, like, yeah. I'm the Slime brings me back every time I hear it. Oh, yeah. Like, because I also listen to playlists. So, it's just... Playlists. Yeah. So, would you listen to this again? Yeah. I mean, I don't know when, but I've listened to this on my own before. Yeah. I've Which put it on every cool. once in a while. So, yeah, easily. It's a great album. So. Ow. It's your back. turn. Hurt me. I hurt my back. You stretched it's my it. My turn. It's your turn to okay. uh well shika dance me I, some uh <laughs> dance it? Some Ventura. Give me something. Okay. I'm gonna preface pre- I'm gonna preface this with we just so happen to talk about Frank Zappa a lot naturally. We've talked about Frank Zappa quite a bit throughout this out al- this I, yeah. I, ch- I chose this We're album gonna... five days ago. Okay. And it's a Frank Zappa album. Good. And it's an album you already know. I love Zappa. But I'm choosing this album because I think it's a good intro for other people. Okay. Can you take a guess? My guess is, I'm going to say apostrophe. You guessed it. Oh my God. We're going to listen to Frank Zappa's apostrophe. You're going to hear this in the next episode, but we did actually watch 
this album be performed in its entirety live by Dweezil. So yeah, we'll get into it then because I have oh, a lot will. to say about that. I have a lot to say about this album and a lot to say about Frank in general. And so Dweezil. This so. might be a long episode. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it is, but I'm... Here it comes. <laughs> so you have the obligatory sneeze and I have the obligatory yawn. That's our thing. I wouldn't be surprised if I... um. Could be getting a little bit of a cold or something. This, oh, fuck. this up and down weather. Yeah, you know, it's not. A, it's a good thing. I have to go to Indy in two days to oh, train, train people. people. That's right. So I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, by the way, the Mel minute. We oh, been doing it in a while. We're bringing them back. Mel wouldn't. Doing it Mel's not listening to this, but Mel, this he's is for not. you. Uh, he's he's just been coming to work. There you go. That's the Mel 15 seconds. And he apparently, actually, I found out earlier, you said that he also, like you, doesn't usually wear deodorant. <laughs> I don't want to blow up his spot, but he says he forgets. Well, some people aren't super stinky. Is he super stinky? No. Yeah, you're not super stinky. You don't smell like armpits unless it's like summertime and you're doing something. But I think if you know yeah. you're going to do something, you might wear deodorant. The only sometimes. reason I don't wear deodorant is I usually just don't think about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever do this. Oh, deodorant? Nah, fuck it. If I think of deodorant, I'll go. Okay, I'll put it on. Word. But there you go. That's the Mel minute. Fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. All right, and that's the podcast too. That's the podcast. Thanks Thanks for for listening, listening. everyone. We appreciate you so very much. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Couple of critics podcast. Uh, Rolling graphics once again. Rolling graphics. Hit him up. I've been putting links to him on the Instagram. Okay. So cool. that's how you can find him. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank My you name very is much. Sam. And I am Michelle. We are a married couple of assholes. <laughs> Criddicks. We are Criddicks. And we're Sweet. getting out of here. So uh, again, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm like nine years old again. Also so good. I love it so much. Uh, Bye, guys. Bye.